0: God bless you all. My name is David Ewan, and I head up the Bravehearted Ministry at the Resurrection Center with Pastors Jose and Melly Martinez. And today, the title of today's message is, Fight the Good Fight. My primary focus today is to talk about 2 Timothy chapter 4. But to talk about that book in the Bible, I must talk about the portion of the Bible that it is in. That is called the Pastoral Epistles. I will describe the three books that are in the pastoral epistles. One of the other books that are in the pastoral epistles is first of Timothy to go along with Second of Timothy. I will provide a snippet snippet summary of both of those books and talk about the difference between the books. The third book in the pastoral epistles is the book of Titus, which I will give a brief summary of uh, uh, of this to cover all of the pastoral epistles. This will not take time. After all of that is done, then I can focus on 2nd of Timothy chapter 4. I will conclude my conversation with you today of my thoughts of Apostle Paul, because he is the writer of these epistles. My agenda today will first talk about the difference between theology and divinity, Uh, number two, we'll introduce Bible 101, people, places, and messages. Number three, we'll talk about, uh, the Apostles' Epistles, which is 1st and 2nd of Timothy and Titus. We'll do number four, short snippet of Titus to cover all the epistles. And number five, we'll talk about the difference between 1st and 2nd of Timothy. Number six, we'll focus on 2nd of Timothy, chapter four. And number seven, we'll talk about the importance of sound doctrine. Uh, And number eight is a reflection of who Apostle was. So recently, uh, in our earlier broadcast, we've been talking about theology and divinity. We've been using that when we talked about first fruits. There were two sections of first fruits uh, that we talked about. The first one, we talked about theology, and then the second one, We talked about divinity as it relates to First Fruits. So theology is the academic understanding of the Bible and associated history. Divinity is the spiritual and ceremonial understanding of the Bible and Holy Spirit. We use the study of First Fruits to study the difference between theology and divinity. Next we will do something more similar to what was done in a series called Bible 101 and this is where we talk about the people in the Bible, the geography, the messages given, and the lessons learned. Um, and this information you can find in the kradio.com uh, you select Bible 101 and you'll get six hours of Bible summary. Um, and it's also in Resurrection Center Radio. Now let's talk about the pastoral epistles. Today we use pastoral epistles to understand how divinity was taught and recorded in theology. We combine the understanding of theology and divinity. The pastoral epistles are a group of three books of the New Testament, the first epistle to Timothy the second epistle to Timothy, and the epistle to Titus. They are presented as letters from Paul, the apostle, to Timothy and to Titus. The purpose of the letters was to instruct, give advice, to correct misunderstandings, provide warnings, and offer direction. We can learn from these epistles today. Now, let's talk about the pastoral Epistles, sort of a bird's eye view of today's uh, broadcast. Uh, the Pastoral Epistles are a group of three books in the New Testament. The First Epistle to Timothy, the Second Epistle to Timothy, and the Epistle to Titus. They are presented as letters from the Apostle Paul, uh, the Apostle to Timothy and Titus. They are called Pastoral Epistles due to their focus on matters of church leadership and church life. Now, let me give you a small snippet of First of Timothy. First of Timothy Was directed to Timothy, who was in Ephesus at the time. It is the longest of the pastoral epistles featuring six chapters. The book addresses Paul's testimony. It talked about praying for governing leaders. It talked about the qualifications for elders and deacons. It talked about the warnings about those who would leave the faith. It talked about instructions about various groups within the church, including widows. And it talked about the instructions about false teachers. In a previous broadcast, we talked about First of Timothy. Now let's talk about uh, a small snippet of Second of Timothy. Second um, of Timothy. Second uh, of Timothy shares Paul's deep personal friendship with Timothy as well as his views regarding the end of life. See, the apostle Paul was nearing the end of his life, and he was passing on final information to Timothy. He wrote about not being ashamed of Christ. That's in 2nd of Timothy chapter 1. He discussed being a good soldier of Christ who is approved by God. That's in 2nd of Timothy chapter 2. He warned of godliness in the last days. Uh, He talked about the importance of scripture. That's in 2nd of Timothy chapter 3. And uh, he challenged uh, Timothy to preach God's truth, and that's in 2 Timothy chapter 4. Now here's a small snippet of Titus, and I'm just talking about it because it's appropriate to cover all of the pastoral epistles. So Titus was an associate of the Apostle Paul who served as a leader of the church in Crete. Um, uh, in, it talked about the qualifications for elders which is in Titus chapter 1, teaching of sound doctrine, which is in Titus chapter 2. See, the apostle was talking about that. Um, Also with Timothy. And then, uh, finally, uh, living out faith in Christ and serving others. Okay, so the letters to Timothy and Titus combine the historic gospel of Christ to the practical missions of the church in Ephesus and Crete. Ephesus is located near the western shores of modern-day Turkey, about 80 kilometers south of Izmir, Turkey. and uh, It's about 50 uh, miles. So Timothy was in Ephesus. Crete is a Greek island in the Mediterranean Sea. It's south of Greece and north of the border of Libya and Egypt. That's how you find it. So Titus was in Crete. Okay, so now let's talk about the story of Titus just to get it out of the way. Titus's task was administrative. Mostly he was to maintain, maintain sound doctrine and straighten out what was left unfinished and appoint leaders in every town. That's in Titus chapter 1, verse 5. After Paul's release from house arrest in Rome in 62 AD, Titus traveled with Paul to Crete where Paul left him in charge of the new church. Now we're, that we're done with Titus. Now we're going to talk about the difference between 1st and 2nd of Timothy. I'm kind of zooming in closer and closer uh, to our goal today, 2nd of Timothy chapter 4. The difference between these two chapters is that the first section mainly focuses out on explaining the rules of Christianity, while the second chapter focuses on the ways to follow the religion. So, I've talked about before, first of Timothy relates to character and integrity. Character is behaviors and actions, integrity is the trustworthiness in your words, that is, your promises. Second of Timothy, second of Timothy is the combination of character and integrity, character plus trustworthiness is behavior that proves trustworthiness it's also words that prove integrity it's a lifestyle with choice behavior and choice words now we can talk about second of timothy chapter 4 the apostle paul tells timothy to preach the good word of god and to be prepared to do so in every season good or bad timothy is instructed to rebuke correct and encourage those he taught with careful instruction and great patience. The Apostle Paul warned Timothy there would be time when the people will not listen to sound doctrine. It sounds like a lot of churches in America. Then there was the discussion about people with itching ears. That means they like to listen to what they want to hear. That's itching ears. So in place of sound doctrine, the Apostle Paul said people would turn to their own desires and they will listen to teachers that they say what they want to hear. That people are going to turn away and not listen to the truth. They will turn away from God's truth and towards myths. So the Apostle Paul reminded Timothy to keep his head during these kinds of situations. Withstand hardship, continue his work as an evangelist, and fully discharge his duties in his ministry. Now, the Apostle Paul's impending departure, this is the issue that is related to 2 Timothy chapter 4, because this letter or epistle was written in the Apostle Paul's final days. So, the Apostle Paul said his departure was near, and that he had fought the important good fight. He went on to say, he had finished the race, and he had kept the faith. He believed there was a righteous crown awaiting him, but also to those who have kept the faith. Now, some personal remarks. In Philemon, Demas was mentioned as a fellow worker. In Colossians, he is mentioned along with Luke. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, Paul asked Timothy to come to him quickly because Demas, had deserted him and gone to Thessalonia, Thessalonica, a coast that is the far northeast of Greece. In 168 BC, it became the capital of the second district of Macedonia. So this was related to betrayal. The Apostle Paul was betrayed. He said that the Cretans went to Galatia, uh, sort of more of uh, a service to the church and also Titus to Dalmasha. Titus had traveled uh, for service to the church. So the Apostle Paul said that only Luke had remained with him. He wanted Timothy to bring Mark to. uh The Apostle Paul had directed uh, uh, Tychicus to go to Ephesus for the purpose of building up and encouraging the church there. The Apostle Paul told Timothy to bring his cloak and his scrolls, particularly the parchments. He warned Timothy about the metal worker, or the copper worker, the metal worker, Alexander, who had done harm. It's related to betrayal, but more importantly, heresy. The Apostle Paul says that God will repay Alexander for what he did. He told Timothy to be on guard around him because this man strongly opposed their message. So, breaking down harm, done to Apostle Paul. That's what I'm going to do now. There is evidence that Demos was with Paul during the Apostle Paul's second imprisonment in Rome, at least for a while. Then something happened. Demas went against the Apostle Paul, abandoned the ministry, and left town. The Apostle Paul wrote about the sad situation. Demos, because he loved this world, has deserted me, and he has gone to Thessalonica. The Separation caused by Demas' desertation of Apostle Paul was not merely spatial, but spiritual. Demas left Rome because he fell in love with the world. In other words, Demas chose the corrupt value system of the unsafe world over what heaven values. Demas loves the things of this life, and that's in 2nd of Timothy chapter 4, verse 10. The Apostle Paul refers to the name Crescens. He was a believer who served the Apostle Paul at some point during Paul's second Roman imprisonment, and he had later gone to Galatia. Galatia was a region in Turkey near its capital Ankara, sort of central Turkey, north of the island of Cyprus. Unlike Demas, the reason he left is not mentioned. This leaves open the possibility that he left on better terms than than Demas did. Titus's task was administrative mostly. He was to maintain sound doctrine and straighten out what was left unfinished and appoint leaders in every town. And that's in Titus chapter 1 verse 5. Titus had left for Dalmatia. Dalmatia was part of Croatia, that is across from northern Italy from the Adriatic Sea. The reason for his trip to Dalmatia is unknown, though likely for evangelistic purposes. Not all of the people who left the Apostle Paul abandoned him. Alexander was a teacher in Ephesus. Ephesus is located near the western shores of modern-day Turkey. He had the belief that was contrary to Christian doctrine. That is heresy. The Apostle Paul says, Alexander the coppersmith, or metal worker, did me a great deal of harm. The Lord will repay him according to his deeds, You too be on guard against him, for he has strongly resisted our preaching. From this it would appear that Alexander had gotten Paul into some serious trouble that left the Apostle Paul without allies. So now let me share with you the Apostle Paul's final words. Paul asked Timothy to do his best to arrive before winter. He told Timothy that Eubulus greets him, as well as Claudia, Linus, and Perdins. And every one of the sisters and brothers, he ends by saying, Our Lord will be with Timothy and those who are with him. So here's more detail with a better review. In chapter four, the final chapter of 2nd of Timothy includes two major sections. The first section develops the importance of preaching the word of God. That's in 2nd of Timothy, chapter four, verse one through five. The second section offers concluding thoughts to Timothy. And that's in Second of Timothy chapter four, verse six through twenty-two. Verses one through five include Apostle Paul giving a charge to Timothy. Paul's reason for using the strong, commanding language and his own impending death, as later verses will show, Paul shows that he will not survive his current run-in with Roman law. After all of the encouragement and coaching is offered in this letter, Paul wants to leave a clear impression on his friend to continue the work that they have done so far. Timothy is to preach the word. That's in second of Timothy chapter four verse two. In the future people would not endure sound teaching, but select teachers who speak what they want to hear, and that's in second of Timothy chapter four, verse three. Turning from the truth to myths, and that's in second of Timothy chapter four, verse four. Timothy in contrast is commanding to a fulfill his calling, and that's in second of Timothy chapter 4 verse 5. Rather than being distracted by bickering and errors, Timothy is to hold the truth as the prior chapter indicated, the anchor point of this truth is the written word of God. And that's in second of Timothy in chapter 3 verse 16. In verses 6 through 18, the Apostle Paul speaks about his perspective on the end of his life um His future with Christ and his friends in this world. Many uh, had left Paul with uh, only Luke remaining. Uh, and that's in second of Timothy chapter 4 verse 11. Some of these friends had left on good terms in order to continue Christian work. Others like Demos had abandoned the faith completely in order to return to this present world. Even those who had stayed with the Apostle Paul because of the hostile Roman government were not able to vouch for him during his trial. That's in 2nd of Timothy chapter 4 verse 16. Despite this, the Apostle Paul felt the help and presence of the Lord. And that's in 2nd of Timothy chapter 4 verse 17 through 18. The Apostle Paul asked for Mark and Timothy to visit him. That's in 2nd of Timothy chapter 4 verse 11, bringing his coat Books and parchments. That's in 2nd of Timothy, chapter 4, verse 13. The Apostle Paul warned against Alexander the coppersmith. That's in 2nd of Timothy, chapter 4, verse 14 through 15. While we're not exactly sure of who this Alexander is, he is clearly enough of a threat that Paul felt the need to name names. <clears throat> now, the Apostle Paul's brief conclusion included greetings to friends. Information about Erastus and Trophimus, that's in Second of Timothy chapter four, verse twenty. And another plea for Timothy to come to him in Rome before winter. Others in Rome send their greetings, and a concluding word is given, the final words left in the New Testament before Paul's death, which is the Lord be with your spirit, grace be with you. And that's in second of Timothy chapter four verse twenty two. This spotlight on grace is a fitting conclusion to both Paul's writing and his earthly life. So now we're going to talk about the importance of sound doctrine that that we uh, have been talking about in Second of Timothy chapter four, or Second of Timothy in general. Um, the first one is faith from the message. Number two, the gospel is sacred t- trust. The next one, behavior comes from belief. The next one, no truth from falsehood. The next one, eternal truth and life. And finally, encourage others. So let's talk about number one. Sound doctrine is important because our faith is based on a specific message. Change that message, and the basis of faith ch- shifts from uh, Christ to something else. Our eternal destiny depends upon hearing the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. And that's in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13. Let's go to number two. Sound doctrine is important because the gospel is a sacred trust, and we dare not tamper with God's communication to the world. Our duty is to deliver the message, not to change it. Rather than alter the apostles' doctrine, we receive what has been passed down to us and keep it as the pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Christ Jesus and that's in 2nd Timothy chapter 1 verse 13 and number 3 sound doctrine is important because what we believe affects what we do behavior is an extension of theology and there is a direct correlation between what we think and how we act for example two people stand on top of a bridge One believes he can fly and the other believes he cannot fly. Their next actions will be quite dissimilar. In the same way, a man who believes that there is no such thing as right and wrong will naturally behave differently from a man who believes in well-defined moral standards. And number four, sound doctrine is important because we must ascertain truth in a world of falsehood. The best way to distinguish Truth from falsehood is to know what the truth is. Read your Bible. Uh, number five, sound doctrine is important because the end of sound doctrine is life. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. And that's in 1st of Timothy chapter 4, verse 16. And number six. Sound doctrine is important because it encourages believers. A love of God's word brings great peace. That's in Psalms 119, verse 165. And those who proclaim peace, who, pro- who proclaim salvation, are truly beautiful. And that's in Isaiah 52, 7. A pastor must hold firmly to the trustworthy message at it, as it has been taught so that he can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. And that's in Titus chapter 1, verse 9. So, here's a summary of the value of sound doctrine, a review. Number one, faith from the message. Number two, gospel is a sacred trust. Number three, behavior comes from belief. Number four, no truth from falsehood. Number five, eternal truth in life. And number six, Encourage others. So, here are some thoughts about the Apostle Paul, who wrote the epistles to both Timothy and Titus. The Apostle Paul is often considered to be the most important person after Jesus in the history of Christianity. His epistles have had enormous influence on Christian theology, especially on the relationship between God the Father, the Son, and Jesus, and the human relationship with the divine. Or spiritual realm, which is the Holy Spirit. He preached the death, resurrection, and lordship of Jesus Christ, and he proclaimed that faith in Jesus guarantees eternity. His main theme was for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. And that's in Romans chapter 1 verse 16. The Apostle Paul had the responsibility to teach the message of faith, repentance, and baptism, to bear witness to the divine mission of the Savior, to outline man's relationship to Jesus and to God our Father, to strengthen testimonies, to define doctrine, and to reinforce the teachings of the Christian church. He also instructed the people in their everyday living and gave warning to the world. The Apostle Paul impressively taught the importance of matching our lives after Jesus Christ, always moving forward, the direction, perfection. The writings of the Apostle Paul can give us answers, direction, and strength. People today can admire the Apostle Paul's courage, honesty, strength of faith, and deep testimony. The title of today's message is, Fight the Good Fight. What we have learned today is number 1 the difference between theology and divinity number 2 an introduction to bible 101 which is people places and messages number 3 the apostle paul's epistles we talked about first and second of timothy and titus number 4 we did a short snippet of titus to cover all the epistles number 5 we talked about the difference between first and second of timothy number 6 we focused on second of timothy chapter 4 Number seven, we talked about the importance of sound doctrine. And number eight, we had a reflection of who Apostle Paul was. My name is David Ewan, heading up the Bravehearted Ministry at the Resurrection Center. And this is the Resurrection Center.